0: To the intentional bride, a space created to nurture your heart in God's love. Let's get intentional. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the intentional bride. Happy Sunday! I hope everything is well with you, and I hope that God is showing up and showing strong in everything that you're doing and in all your lives. Today's uh, episode is special and close to my heart but before we dive in if you haven't subscribed I would really love it if you would subscribe and follow me on podbean.com as well as um, on Instagram at intentional ride so let's dive in today's episode is on Psalms 23 and Psalms 23 is one of my ultimate favorite verses And as I was meditating and thinking, what could I possibly speak about yet another Sunday, yet another time to overcome my fears and overcome my limiting beliefs? I was like, God, you really need to take control. What should I speak about? And the whole week I've just been reflecting on the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. And it's been so clear to me in my heart because I've been going through a season where I've been feeling a bit low and wondering if... Whatever I'm doing is worth it. Does it even make a difference in any way? And because of this feeling, I've been feeling discouraged and demotivated to continue. But he kept impressing on my heart, the Lord is my shepherd, that I am your shepherd. I am your shepherd. So much so that I think that this is what he wanted me to speak on. So this word is for someone out here who is in his body or is in him but is just feeling discouraged at it all or you could be far far away from God and you don't believe that you know he has any business with you or he chases after you in any way or that you make a difference in anything or it could be that you just need that motivation that reminder that God is on the throne and he indeed is your shepherd this is for you So I'll read through aspects of it and just highlight the sections that spoke for me and that are keeping me going and hopefully will be a source of joy or a source of peace for someone else. Psalms 23, a Psalm of David. Uh, I'll be reading the Amplified Version. The Lord is my shepherd to feed, to guide and to shield me. I shall not lack. That statement in itself for me has been my anchor this week. And how I look at it is a shepherd lives with their, with their flock. They live with you. He, they live with you. They follow you everywhere. They make sure you're eating, you're nourished, you have your water. This shepherd is not just a caregiver of any kind. It's an intentional caregiver. It's a caregiver that does not leave your side. And the shepherd's main job is to ensure that their sheep never lack so when I think about David what space when I went back into a space of what space was David in at this point David was already he had already transitioned into his identity as king but he is still referring to the Lord as his shepherd and because of that he shall not lack and it hit me that David thought of God in such an intimate caring way that as he was for his sheep when he himself was a shepherd because when he was shepherd if lions whatever danger came towards his sheep david was happy to kill but in this case god was his shepherd and so now he's saying i shall not want i shall not want some versions say want some versions say lack He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still and restful waters. He refreshes and restores my life. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And the Amplified Version amplifies righteousness as uprightness and right standing with him. Not for my earning, but for his earning. You know, when you're just like, okay, God, I know you have work for me. I know you have a purpose for me. I'm on this journey. I'm. It's unfolding. It's a process. I've started. I'm walking. It doesn't feel so good. Sometimes it feels discouraging. Sometimes it feels like I'm having monologues. And sometimes I feel like so many things go through me that don't represent who he is. And I don't necessarily feel like I may be the right choice for his caste. And I'm like, maybe God, you should, you should look for someone else. Look for another intentional bride. Look for somebody else that would represent your word better. But then he, when he brought me this word to this week, today is the day I actually really unpacked it. And I was like, okay, you lead me in paths of righteousness. He leads me in paths of righteousness. But I'm not righteous. I'm not worthy, but for his name's sake. So I'm in right standing with him because he refreshes and he restores me for his name's sake. And then he goes on to say, even though I walk through the deep, sunless valley of the shadow of death, I will fear or dread no evil for you are with me, your Lord to protect, your rod to guide, your Lord to comfort me. And then the best part, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. So let's take a minute to unpack this. He walks you through the deep, the sunless valley of the shadow of death. And yet you fear no dread, no evil, for he is with you. His rod, his staff comfort you. And then he prepares before you a table in the presence of your enemies. My cup runs over. Surely goodness, mercy, and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. The valley of the shadow of death. It doesn't necessarily have to look as physical problems where maybe you don't have enough resources for this or that you don't have enough finances sometimes it can be an emptiness inside that nobody sees a depth of desperation where you're so desperate for your life to change and even when the change comes it doesn't bring with you the joy or the satisfaction that you thought it would it could be an identity issue it could be a temptation you're you're dealing with or you you're fighting against It could be that you just, you know, you've given up. It's just like, it is what it is. It's just like, life is, this is life. There's no point being good. There's no point doing it the right way. So why not? Why not just live your life? Why not just go against the grain and do the most without fear of consequence? It could be a sense of abandonment where you've been through so much, and you really just truly, honestly feel like this God is a storybook. It's a story that was passed down by our ancestors. And let's just making a big fuss about it and giving people false hope. We're colonizing their mind. They're not able to think outside the box because they are sitting back and waiting for faith to check in. And remove them from this valley and you're giving them false hope because now you're saying you'll prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Where is the table coming from if this person doesn't take action? It could be that kind of sunless <laughs> valley. But what's, what came through, through for me, what came through for me and what came clear for me in this scripture is it's not about me. My intent For David, his space was to be like, you know what, God, you are my shepherd. I will not lack because of you. You make me lay down. You lead me beside still and restful waters. There wasn't a space for him. There was only a space for his shepherd. The position that the bride of Christ, the position that the, the, the bride of Christ is supposed to take is that of humility at his feet. Only when you absolutely surrender your life with all its ups, with all its downs, with all the confusion, with everything that's going on, you lay it at his feet and you say, you know what, Lord, you are my shepherd. And because you are my shepherd, the immediate consequences I will not lack. And because I will not lack, you will guide me moving forward. You will lead me. That's all he requires from us. It really is just an acknowledgement that despite your worldly achievements or lack thereof, all you need to do is lay at his feet and dedicate yourself to him for him to guide you. I felt the vulnerability. I felt the humility in David when he said, I shall not lack because you are my shepherd. We're talking about a king here. He'd made it. He was already in position. He was in purpose. But he understood that because of the one who who guided his life to the point that he had gotten to was the only reason he stayed sane. It was the only reason he had peace. It was the only reason he was still. It's the only reason he he remained refreshed and restored. And it's the only reason he had right standing with God because God was his shepherd. Psalms 23 will carry you through some things. But for me, what it has carried me through this particular season is a reminder that it's not about me. It's not about my actions. It's not about what I can possibly do to gain favor with him. It's all about the the righteousness, my righteousness. You know, my thing of, oh, I woke up, I prayed, I read the Bible 10 times today, and I quoted 60 scriptures. It's all about anything I could possibly do because that stuff is draining and that st- it can be difficult, especially when you're going through some, when you're going to a moment and you're just like, I, I honestly do not have anything to give, it's a lot. I'm going through a lot. The outside world knows that I'm gifted or I'm this and I'm that. And they know that I have it together. But inside, I'm torn. I'm struggling. I'm doing things that are out of character for me. I'm doing things that don't reflect what people know me to be. But David David was such a... This in, from for whatever David did, this song was such a breather for me. Just to remind me that I just am good. God is good, but I am loved. That's it. God is good, but I am loved. And that I just need to lay there in his presence, prostrate, and just say, God, take control. Take control of me. Take control of my life. Take control of my emotions. Take control of the feeling of defeat. The feeling that it's useless, the feeling that there's no need to continue to be this good. Everybody that's doing everything bad is thriving. Why don't I just join that bandwagon? At the end of the day, if I just say, God forgive me in time, I'll make it to heaven. But you see, it's not about that. It's about a life full of love. It's about a life where you enjoy the goodness of your shepherd. God has never left my side. And he has never left you, the listener's side. He's been there waiting on you to turn to him and say, Lord, be my shepherd. Help me not lack. Find my, anchor my identity in you that I may never lose my way, lose my path lose my understanding of who I am and why I'm here. That even when distractions come, even when people come into my life that threaten my very existence or threaten my very identity in you, that you will make me lie in green pastures. That you will restore, refresh, and rejuvenate my soul. That I will never seek, I will never seek validation from anywhere else but from you and i will always understand that surely goodness and mercy and your unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life and i shall dwell in the house of the lord forever thank you for tuning in and i hope you can make this space a home for your heart